Hello, and welcome to Believe It, Achieve It. I am your host, Nicole Winley, and I believe everyone should be living the life of their dreams. This show is going to be a weekly dose of magic to help guide you to living your best life. When you feel good, then success in all areas of your life is easy to achieve. I love to empower people to discover their dreams and to ignite their lives. This show will be full of personal development stories and skills to help you take your life to the next level. My guests will be health and wellness experts and amazing spiritual beings, as well as everyday people with stories and lessons to help guide you through the ups and downs and help you get one step closer to living the life of your dreams. I want this podcast to be real and unpolished, full of honesty to show the realness of life. Here's to living your best life with gratitude and love. Are you ready? Let's get started. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Believe It, Achieve It. I am your host, Nicole Winley, and today's guest is my reoccurring show with Janet Finneman. Hey, thank you for having me. Hey, I'm so excited to have you, obviously, but I'm really excited from the feedback I've been getting from the shows that we've been doing once a month, first Tuesday every month is I've now... Named it the Coach's Corner. I don't know if you know. Ooh, I, like that. <laughs> I love that. So the past few months, we've been taking questions from our listeners and from people in my Facebook group, Believe It, Achieve It. And we have just kind of been unpacking that and I'm really helping people that are stuck. And it's beautiful to hear how much we've helped people get unstuck, make huge decisions stuff that's been weighing on them. So I thank you, Janet. Thank you for helping me change lives. Oh, thank you for including me in it. It's so, you're doing such a great job with it and so inspiring. I'm so happy for you. And you are helping a lot of people. Right. Changing the world one person at a time. Yes. 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 So today I wanted to, Janet and I discussed, you know, we always kind of have like our pregame and we wanted to really kind of go with what I've been getting asked a lot. And I know Janet, you've been getting asked a lot and just feedback. So we're going to just dedicate today to how to not only form a habit, but then turn it into a lifestyle, right? You know, because... I know you've been hearing it and you get it from some of your patients. Do we call them patients, clients? Clients, yeah. Clients, uh, you know, coaching clients that they kind of get stuck. Yeah. You know, we talk about our gratitude practice. So I guess we can go into what is a gratitude practice. I guess we can start with that. So, yeah. You are the one who taught me this, so I'm going to let you teach everyone, and then I'll be the student, and I'll talk about how it really, really did. Yeah, how it works. Yeah. It works. So the idea of a gratitude practice has been around for a while, but it has been kind of popularized by positive psychology, who they were studying our brain's negativity bias where our brains are wired, they think as a way to keep us safe from danger to experience negative things more intensely. So if you think about it, when something negative happens, your brain automatically thinks about it, you know, ruminates on it, thinks about it over and over. And when you think about the images that your brain makes, they tend to be 
bigger, brighter, bolder. And the, they think that the purpose of that is to, for protection, that if, you know, in caveman days, if there was a mountain lion or something, you needed to remember not to go back to that danger. So our mind kind of automatically minimizes and kind of lets go of the good things that happen, sort of glosses over, misses the good things, but can really fixate on, on the bad things. And so when they studied people who were, they called them outliers, people who went through really difficult experiences, but somehow managed to be resilient and positive and optimistic and successful on the other side, what they compared all of these people and they found that there were no similarities in demographics. It wasn't like men more than women or a certain race or age or religion. There was nothing that was similar about those people. But the one thing they found that was similar was that they had some kind of gratitude practice. Now, not, I don't think any of them called it a gratitude practice. Right. But they, they all had some kind of way that, like a ritual or a routine in their life where they focused on the good things that happened in their life. And so what the psychologists found was the best, so the closest approximation of that the way that we could all bring that into our daily lives was the use of a gratitude journal. And the idea of the gratitude journal, it's something that you do every single day and you write down three to five things that you're grateful for that happened that day, right? So it can't just be global things like I have enough food to eat, I have a safe house, right? It has to be things that happened in that day. Like I was late for work and I hit all the green lights, or they have, hey, that's huge. Right? Yeah. <laughs> right? Or they have my new favorite drink at Starbucks. Or the barista who's mean to me was out today, right? It doesn't have to be these like zen highbrow things. But whatever you can think of in the day that you're looking for three to five things each day to keep track of that you're going to write down in your journal on an app or in a journal, however you do it, that you're going to track daily. And the idea of that is that there are very few days where there are the big things that happen, you know, very few days where you get the promotion or you get the new account or you get the date or whatever it is. Most of the days are just kind of like average days. And so this trains the brain to dwell on positive things. It sort of creates a positivity bias because when you know at the end of the day that you have to write three to five things, then all day long you're like looking for good things to write in there. Or you find it's like two o'clock and it's like, oh my gosh, I've got nothing. So then you go back in your day and you're like, oh, well, that was good and that was good. And over time, what you find is that same way that the brain goes over and over on the negative things, it starts to literally dwell on the positive. And over time, it literally rewires the brain. They can actually see with brain scans, new neural pathways being formed. So it isn't, I think a lot of these techniques can seem so simplistic. It doesn't seem that they can work. It almost seems like, silly, right? Right, silly. Like that's not, like I have real problems. <laughs> yeah. Right? And I get it. I was that person. I was right. that person in your office four or five years ago. And I was like, gratitude journal, whatever, Janet, like honestly. Right. And you told me, get out your phone for God's <laughs> sakes <laughs> and get a free app. And it's a gratitude. I just Googled gratitude journal. You know what I mean? Like in my play store and I started it. Yep. 
And, you know, listen, Duke was pretty much on there every single day. (laughs) And, you know, it really, as you, you know, you're a witness to it. It really did change my life in a huge, huge, huge way. And I came into your office and I said, holy shit. I remember I was like, yeah. oh my God. I said, you live this way. And you were like, yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah. my God, it finally is working. It's working. It legitimately rewires your brain and yeah. you just go there. I mean, yeah. you know, I was not, I mean, I don't want to say I wasn't the sparkly, happy, go lucky person, but I definitely was not the person I am today. Right. And I hear it so much too, where people are like, oh, if I could just have, you know, a tiny bit of your energy or a tiny bit of your smile or a tiny, you right. can't, right, Janet, you know, you can't. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it really is. It, it really is amazing. And I, I always say it's important to do it for a long time too, because you want to get to where you have a really bad day. So, you know, like I have been doing this for 20 years and there have been terrible things that have happened, right? My parents thought, you know, they're like when you like terrible things happen. So there are days that are terrible and you still get that little reminder note to put in your gratitude. And those days I think are, it's so important to do the gratitude on those days. Cause those are the days you pull up the phone and you're like, this is so stupid. Like there is nothing to be grateful for. And then you mm-hmm. go to write and you're like, well, I mean, I am alive. You know what I mean? And I do have a roof over. And the next thing you know, like those days you end up writing 25 things. And that to me is this huge mindset shift that there's huge. good in that, right? That there's the good and the bad. But even on your worst day, that there are things, if you look, you can find things to be grateful for. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've experienced it in traffic or running late or, you know, and just little things like yeah. that. And then also in the big things yes. and the huge things. And, and, you know, I, I have a, someone gave me for Christmas, it's a little plaque that, that sits downstairs and it says no bad days. And I actually almost named this podcast, no bad yeah. days. Cause I don't have them anymore. You, you know, I have bad things that happen. Right. Um, but with, you know, you're a huge part of this. So I am tooting your horn on this episode. Sorry. <laughs> but bad shit happens. Bad things happen. But it's yep. how you react to the bad things. And having a gratitude practice, you don't realize that you're reacting the way you're reacting. Because now that's just how you your brain goes, how you live. And so recently, I guess we'll talk about morning routines. But I'll talk about like what happened and what made me notice my morning routine. So I'm very strict on my morning routine, which started shortly after my gratitude practice. Aha. I mean, that literally was my life changing. My aha Oprah moment. Aha. Are you kidding me? And then that's, you know, when the life happens for you, not to you, because I have now created this. I, Nicole, created it, you know, So I started the morning routine and again, I went into that thinking, whatever, I mean, come on, really? I'm not supposed to use my phone first thing, you know, does all this stuff really matter? But it really freaking matters. So 
I don't want to say I was rushed, but I was rushed. I didn't get, Duke actually had a blood work appointment. So I made it early in the morning. So God forbid, Duke is my adorable son, my chihuahua. So those of you who don't know, Duke's my my son, uh, my chihuahua son, my fur baby. He had an appointment. So we got up and then just like went on a quick walk and straight to the vet. So I didn't have my lemon water, which is my first thing. I didn't have my walk with him, which, you know, excuse me. It's my most important time of the day is my walk with Duke. I let him lead. I never take my phone. I connect with the earth, with nature, with you know, the sunshine with the rain, if it's raining, whatever it is, say hi to the people that I pass on my street, you know, just smile, smiling at others. And, you know, my walk can be 20 minutes or it can be an hour. It just, and I let him lead. And that is part of my morning routine. And then I come in my home. I already have my spa, my meditation whatever music I have going. So it's then set the tone. So I've now set my tone. My house is ready. I love that. Um, I then go into my priming. I have a priming exercise that I do, which is incorporates in my gratitude. I emotionally flood myself with gratitude. I (laughs) breathe. I prime myself for the day. I set my intentions. I set my incantations. I focus on what I'm going to accomplish that day, what I'm going to accomplish that week. And I, you know, remove negativity and disease from me. I, you know, just, it's just my thing. And then I typically go on and do my live and my Believe It Achieve It group on Facebook. Just, you know, I'm allowed to plug on here. And, uh, you know, I missed all that that morning. And then that afternoon I was doing something and I was, it was like there was an accident and it screwed up my routine, you know, like what I right. planned, like there was a nick right. in my plan. And I was like, oh, are you kidding me? And then I let that affect me. And then I get home and then I got a phone call from my neighbor and she was like, hey, can you let my dog out? And, and my first instinct was, no, I can't. I just got stuck in traffic and I have things to do and no, I can't. And I was like, mm, don't do that, Nicole, you know, go let the dog out. Go, you know, help your neighbors out. They help you. And, and then I came in and I kept getting interrupted in this one continuing education, I'll say, that I was I was watching. And then Duke like was barking and I was like, oh, I just got frustrated. And I got yeah. up real quick and I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, can I just not have five minutes? You right. know? And right. I pushed the chair, when I pushed my chair back, it fell over. And I was like, oh my God what is happening? I just got frustrated at so many little tiny bullshit things in life. And I let it get to me. And I remember telling you on our mastermind call that I caught myself getting frustrated. And then I, I was like, what? Check yourself, girl. And then I was like, holy (laughs) cow. I used to live like this every day. Sure. So many frustrated at the little bullshit and irritated yeah. and not living in the moment and being present, yeah. all that stuff. And it really made me go, hmm, that morning routine, that gratitude, part, all that stuff is legit. It's real. Right. And so I'd mentioned it to you and you said, oh, my gosh, we really need to talk about this. Yeah, Uh, because, you know, I hear it so much and I just want, you know, I want people to know that it's real. Right. Yes. You know, no, and I think it's so helpful coming from you too. Do you know what I mean? Cause I think 
people see me as the therapist and it's like, wow, you know, you know what I mean? They see me as like different or whatever, even though I'm just like everybody else. Right. But I think there's two pieces of it, right? One is that it's hard to get just like with the gratitude practice, that it actually makes a difference, right? So often people will call me, you know, I haven't talked to them in a while and they're like, something's really wrong. You know, I've just been, you know, I yelled at the customer service person or, you you know what I mean? Like, you know, something, or I just, I, you know what I mean? I felt really down lately or I've been, and you you know, they, they want to find this deep, dark, you know, reason, like something's going on or their chemistry is all messed up or something. And, you know, Therapy has to combine both sides of it. You know what I mean? There are things that have to be resolved. But you can have everything resolved. And if you don't have your morning routine, if you don't do your gratitude, if you don't do those things, you are still going to be short-tempered or anxious or depressed or kind of checked out. Like, you have to do both. And I think you also could have a lot of stuff going on that isn't that resolved. But if you really work hard at your routine, it can be pretty well kept in check. And that's, I think that's the piece that people don't get is that's how important it is. And that when, and, and this first thing I ask when somebody comes up with this, you know what I mean? Like, oh, so all of a sudden, you know, I've had couples come back. Oh, we need a check-in, you know? And I'm like, something's gone wrong again. I'm like, well, I mean, what went wrong? Like nothing's <laughs> happened. And when I ask, well, are you still scheduling the ba- babysitter? What happened to the Friday night pizza night? You know what I mean? What happened to the time alone? What, like all those things fell off. Well, you know, and it's like, so that's why we want a divorce. I'm like, well, yes, actually it is. You both love, you know, I mean? you can love each other, but if you are both so aggravated all the time, if you're so rushed, you're not taking care of yourself, then you don't have space to care about somebody else. And that's the piece that I I hope that everybody can really get is that that's how important it is, that you can love yourself, you can love your spouse, you can love your life. But if you don't create spaces in your life to whatever that self-care is, whatever the space is that you need, which is different for everybody else. If you right, don't, it could be your walk in the evening when you get home. It, right, it could, be, it could be listening to Snoop Dogg. Do you, you know <laughs> right, what I mean? like, just are rapping like, on the way home, right? Like, <laughs> if that's, you know what I mean? Like it's different for everybody. Some people are more extroverted and they need to meet with their friends or their sister or go dancing or something. You know, some people need just that quiet time on the beach. You know, some people just need to watch Bravo at night. Like that's a, that all counts. It doesn't have to be, you know what I mean, this Zen thing. And it doesn't have to be two hours. It doesn't even have to be 20 no. minutes. Like sometimes just finding 10 seconds to breathe or to read an affirmation can reset your whole day. Yeah, but if, but if you don't do it, if you don't do it, then just like going to the gym, you are back to zero. It doesn't just last. I think that's the myth that people have. Right. Yeah, so that five that things, and I'm going to be gym. healed, yeah. and now I'm just grateful and, and zen. It isn't true. You have to practice the gratitude. You have to practice the zen. You have to practice the mindfulness, the compassion, all that. You have to practice it every single day. And you will notice that on the days that you don't do it, your day is crappier. Yeah. 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 But I got frustrated at traffic, which probably anybody that's listening to this gets frustrated in traffic. But I don't anymore. I really don't. don't. Turn on the music or even make the call to your mom or your grandma or your friend that you haven't talked to in forever. So you're stuck in traffic. Why? 
Why are right. you stuck in traffic? What right. can you do? You know, freaking dance. I love right. to dance the car. Right. And I always tell people, dance it out, man. One little <laughs> yeah. dance, shaking yeah. your butt, moving that body and smiling. Yep. Boom, can change everything. But I'm so glad you brought up the gym thing because so many people, I think it's like it clicks, you know? Like if right. you want to be fit, you can't go to the gym once a month. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you want to live your best life and be happy and be present and all these things. You can't just check in once a month. Right. I feel like people make the mistake of thinking of this work as college instead of the gym. Right. And the idea of college is you go to college, you do the work and then you get the diploma and now you're done. You know what I mean? You don't, you have to do it every day. And that's the piece that I think people lose. It's like, well, but I spent all this time. I went to Tony. I did all this, you know what I mean? I did the stuff. I did my gratitude journal. So now I should just be wired for gratitude. But that isn't the case. The case is that this, you really have to think of mental health as the gym analogy and not the school analogy. It is for the rest of your life, Mm -hmm. something that has to be woven into just fabric of your life so that when you're on vacation, when you're home, when you're sick, when you're working, whatever goes on, you still have a way to maintain that routine. Right. Yeah. And consistency. You know, they say, is it 21 days to form a habit? Yep. And 90 days for a lifestyle. And I freaking was determined to make it my lifestyle and it has been my lifestyle for four years over four years now you are the absolute poster child (laughs) a plus star student (laughs) you know I follow I do follow orders (laughs) but because I know firsthand what it's like to do these things and to see the shift and to live like this. Like to me, it's like, how could someone not want to live? Not like this? Do it. Yeah. yeah. What are you crazy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because yeah. I, I know what it was like to live like yeah. that. And I was I think, irritated and frustrated and little yeah. tiny things would get, you know, make me yeah. mad. Like, yeah. you know, dogs and pets, right. We have a huge connection to them and they show us how to love. Yeah. On a totally different level. And they're only with us for a short period of time, right? They're here for a moment, really. And I see, and I know this is may sound like what, but I see it so much where you see so many people irritated and frustrated with their dog. And I'm like, whoa. Right, what is that? You know, that's when I like check myself. Like if I can't go on a walk and connect with him. Right. You know, then what the heck? What kind of life am I living? Right. No, what's the purpose? Right. What's the point? I think people go, and that's why, that's what I think what your value is so, so valuable, Nicole, because I think people don't believe it, right? It just seems too good to be true. It seems too easy, but you are such, you are a living, breathing testament that it works. And I think that that's what inspires people about you is that you are the before and after. You are the example that it works. 
Yeah, I'm going to take this show on the road someday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll be in the front row. <laughs> oh, I'll get you on stage, don't you? <laughs> but, you know, this was so important for me to talk about because you and I say a lot in our conversations where if we just want to, like, shake people, ah, I know it seems so silly, a gratitude practice or a morning routine or priming or meditating for just five minutes, you know, My biggest mentor, I mention him a lot, is Tony Robbins. And first time I even got into meditation, he was teaching us and he was like, look, I do a a priming. It takes nine minutes. And don't tell me you don't have nine minutes. If you don't have nine minutes, excuse my language, but look, I cuss. And he cusses. He says, if you do not have nine minutes, you don't have a fucking life. (laughs) And I was like, wow. I was like, what the heck? But it's the freaking truth. It's the truth. It's the truth. You know, I have a really good friend of mine and she has been a guest on my podcast. I know she'll listen to this and she'll be like, yes, it's true. It's true. It's true. (laughs) She would fight it. She would fight the meditation and say, you know, I have small kids and I don't have time and And then she started doing it. And she's like, oh my gosh. It's amazing. Uh Uh-huh. Right. You all have five, 10, come on minutes. To prime yourself for the day. And then that primes you for the week. And then that yep. primes you for the month, five years, 10 years, boom. To the truth. It's, and I, I just always say to people too, because I, I work with a lot of moms. And so there definitely will be moms who will say, I don't have five or 10 minutes, right? And so I just say, okay, what do, you know what I mean? I just keep backing out the amount of time until we find something that they can do. Okay, well, could you do one minute? No, how about 10 seconds? And I, I've never had somebody who says, I don't have 10 seconds, right? right. And so, but even, so, so then we, so I say, okay, then let's start there, right? So for 10, you know, I want you to breathe in for three, hold for three, exhale for three. That was nine seconds, right? Right. It's a start, right? That's a start. And so now when's your next 10 seconds, right? And then we start building from there. And just like, you've gotten where you are through this negative spiral, right? Of like the baby was born, you got the new job or, you know, you know, you joined this new, you know, took on this new project or whatever it was where you just, where everything just eroded, where all of a sudden now you don't sleep enough. Now you don't go to the gym anymore. Now you don't see your, you know, the things just sort of fall off the list. You don't even realize it, but it can go positively the same way too. That if you start with that 10 seconds of just taking a deep breath, then automatically that sort of cuts off that hamster wheel that you're on. Sort yes. of then, right? It interrupts it to where you could go, oh, wait, maybe I have 20 seconds, right? And from there, it kind of grows. Car rider's line. You can sit in right. the car and you're going to be sitting there for five, at least five minutes. Right. Just breathe. Just breathe. Right. Just do the breathing. Right. I love the idea of listening to things because you can do that while you're doing something else. Right. right? Headspace is a great, I tell everyone to start on headspace. Right. Or even just music, right. Find a Spotify channel or make a, you know, make a playlist, even with the kids, instead of listening to Barney, listen to your playlist for a little bit. And while you're sitting on the floor, you know, losing your mind, watching the kids play, listen to music that makes you happy. Listen to a podcast, listen to, you know what I mean? You can do it while you're in the shower. You can do it while you're on car line. You can do it at work. A lot of people, and it depends, listen to, listen just to a novel that kind of 
takes you out of yourself. Meditation and self-care can look a million different ways, but you have to get creative. You have to be able to get really small, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. As, as easy as it can be. And then to try to do things that don't add any extra time, right? So if you have a post-it on your mirror where you brush your teeth, then you're going to be there anyhow. I've you, got them on my mirror. You know, me I do. Too. <laughs> me too. So while you're there, you're reading your post, your intention for the day, right? You're going to be eating dinner anyhow. So while you're eating dinner, maybe share with the family gratitudes. Done. And it helped the family too. Like tag things on to things that you already do, right? Every time you t- take a drink of water, take a deep breath. Every, you know, change your password. So every time you key it in. Set an alarm. I've heard, that, yes. Set, alarm, set an alarm on your phone to breathe. Breathe. Gratitude. Smile. What, smile. Whatever your intention is, you know, like those are the ways that you kind of wire your life, program your life so that even when you're busy, even when you're sick, even when you're in a bad mood, even when you're out of town, it's still happening. Because you still are brushing your teeth, right? Everybody's still brushing their teeth. Mm-hmm. Everybody's still drinking their water, maybe not enough. Everybody's checking their phone, maybe too much. And so so if you have- Or in the shower. Or in the shower. Washing all, your hair, yeah. The things that you're already going to do anyhow, just get into the habit of adding your self-care to that. And that can be enough. Although I promise that when you start doing it, it will lead to more. Oh, it does. So we'll wrap it up and I'll tell a quick little story. So I had a three-year-old and a five-year-old in my home this weekend (laughs) with my good friend. And she may or may not be the one I was talking about that she discovered her time in the morning for her meditation. And we still did our meditation with the girls. We just went on my patio. They knew it was mommy time. They knew what we were doing. Yep. We took a few minutes I did a priming exercise one day. She did a headspace meditation for us the next day. We worked out. We got it all in. We played with the kids. And I'll tell you what, when you said that at the dinner table, what she does at the dinner table with a three and a five-year-old, she talks about the highs and the lows. And you know that those children every night talked about their highs and their lows, which got me to talk about my highs and my lows. And it was amazing. Yes. Right. And so now they're growing up with their life and their day programmed for self-care and meditation, right? It's just part because they will now always pair dinner with the highs and the lows, right? And they're not going to have to learn that at our age after. (laughs) Oh, I hear you laugh. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. So we have had a little bit of technical difficulties here today on Believe and Achieve It, the Coach's Corner with Janet and Nicole, but I certainly feel amazing about this podcast today, Janet. It definitely even shifted me. I was having, we were recording on a Monday and I was having, quote unquote, one of those Mondays. And I was like, what in this world is happening? But I shifted it and uh, now I'm just smiling ear to ear and I'm on fire and I certainly hope that we change one person at a time and get people out of the frustration and hustle and bustle and grit and yes yes and uh, take some time (laughs) to enjoy freaking life be present yeah smile do all the things do the things yes (laughs) so thank you thank you thank you janet for of course being my little co-host on our coach's corner Thank you for having me. Thank you for helping.
people one at a time. Yes, you too. You too, back at you. And we will be back on here. Let's see. Oh my gosh, October. This is October. So we will be here the first Tuesday in November. (laughs) (laughs) So that being said, everyone, make it an awesome, awesome day. Much love. Bye. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for listening to another episode of Believe It, Achieve It. I hope you enjoyed the episode and please feel free to share it with your friends and subscribe, rate, and review. If you have any questions or want to reach out to me, please send me an email at coachnicolewindley at gmail.com and have an awesome day.